Hello, and my name is Elder Price, and I would like to share with you the most amazing book. Loathing, unadulterated loathing, for your face, your voice, your clothing, let's just say, I love it all. Alexander Hamilton, my name is Alexander Hamilton, and there's a million things I haven't done, but just you wait, just you Hello everyone and welcome back to Next Best Theatre. I'm your host Michael Schwartz and tonight I'm joined by my co-host Nicole Ackman. Hi everyone. Dan Bayer. Good evening. Cody Derricks. Happy Tony season. And our newest member to the Next Best Theatre team, please welcome Casey Lee Clark. Hello. Casey, we are so happy to have you podcasting with us. Many of our listeners already know you from the main show and your written pieces on the Next Best Picture website. But why don't you take a second to introduce yourself to all the new listeners? Yeah, so I actually went to school for theater. Um, I've been a big, mostly musical fan, but I've also obviously been in plays and I've seen a lot of stuff. I live in the Philadelphia area, so I try to see a lot of local theater. And yeah, I love the Chonies, as every little theater kid does. So I'm excited to talk about it with all you guys. We are happy to have you here. Not just on the uh, theater side, but also on the film side. You're doing so much with us and we're just happy to have you on board. Well, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. So, uh, as you, I guess everyone has seen by now who's listening to this episode, when you saw the title, this is going to be a very special episode of Next Best Theater, because while we spend most of the year reviewing Broadway classics and popular theater trends, this is the time of year where our attention turns to the current Broadway season and the Tony Awards in particular. So this will be the first of three episodes over the next couple of weeks where we break down the upcoming Tony Awards ceremony. And to kick things off, we are going to give our nomination predictions across all 26 categories. How does that sound? Everybody ready? (laughs) Let's do this. (laughs) This is your last second to back out here because we are going to be fast and furious getting through everything. So as long as everyone's ready to go, I'm ready to dive right in. Yeah, baby. All right. And what we'll do to make this easier for everyone, we'll start with all the musical categories. And then we'll go to all the plays and then we'll end with doing like the uh, revivals and then the main musical and play categories. So we'll keep things in their place. How does that sound? Sounds great. Sounds good. Let's do it. All right. Well, let's get things started then with best sound design in a musical. So since there are only so many musicals on Broadway and so many contenders, it's not like Oscars where you have a ton of movies coming out every year and you're trying to find a consensus of five. Here you only have about, I would say, 10 to 12 to choose from. So it's not that difficult to find a consensus five. So I think we would all have the same nominees here for sound design. And I'm predicting Hadestown, Beetlejuice, Oklahoma, The Prom, and the sole nomination for King Kong. Oh, interesting. That's That's not what I (laughs) have. Okay, well, what do you have, Nicole? Um, I had Hadestown, The Prom, Beetlejuice, Ain't Too Proud, and be more chill because I haven't seen be more chill, but from my understanding, there are some sound effecty things in it. Maybe I actually think this is one of the categories that Beetlejuice is like a really front runner in having seen it. There's a lot of cool sound stuff in it. So I definitely agree with that in Hades town on the prom, but I do think those last two spots are a little bit more open. 
Yeah, I, 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 there's probably some movement there, and maybe King Kong will get a goose egg. Maybe it'll show up somewhere else. I just have this feeling that it's going to show up somewhere, and sound design seems like a place that it could happen. I sound agree design. completely, Nicole, about what you said about being more chill. I had the same thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think that the prom would fall into this category, though. I'd say that would probably that spot would probably go to one of either Ain't Too Proud or The Share Show. I feel like the prom could get in here if they love the prom enough that it just gets in everywhere because we've seen that happen the past yeah. few years. Yeah. True, but like, there's nothing in it that is particularly sound-y. No. If you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I do. I feel like it's one of those things where it, if it gets in everywhere else, it will also likely get in here. It's pop- like it's one of those things where like, well, I just like this musical, so I'm going to put it down for everything. Yeah. yeah. Right. We've seen that happen before. And, you know, <laughs> I'm looking through my notes here. I know I said it was uh, the sole nomination I had, but I actually lied. I do have King Kong down in a few other categories. So right. forget yeah. that. I do have it still for sound design. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But we all agree Hadestown and Beetlejuice are pretty much locks here. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And then maybe mm-hmm. Oklahoma. Yeah, probably. Yeah, or be more chill. Well, Oklahoma is mostly um, unmiked, right? It's very lo-fi, but there are like some sound effecty thing. Like there's, you know, gunshots and things. Apparently, okay. so who knows? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there we go. Sound design. Next up, we have best lighting design in a musical, and my predicted nominees here are again Hades Town, Beetlejuice, The Prom, King Kong, and Tootsie. Interesting. I see. I feel like I say that about everything. I have also <laughs> Beetlejuice and Hades Town, and King Kong. But then I have Be More Chill and actually the Share Show, getting in. We're talking about production or costume. I'm sorry. Yeah, lighting design. Lighting. lighting. Okay, I missed that oh, too, Dan. Sorry. I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> I was. I totally missed that. I'm so sorry. Lighting design. Lighting. Okay. Yeah, I gotta go with Nicole, and I think Be More Chill and Share Show are definitely up for this probably king kong too um yeah i think if king kong is anywhere it's this yeah Yeah. you take out the prom and tootsie from what i had from lighting in the well oh oh, oh, that's tough because for those of you who have seen the prom the act one finale is staged really spectacularly and the lighting is a part of that i just don't think it's showy in the same way that i mean beetlejuice's lighting design is in and I've heard good things about Hades Town. Apparently, it like my, one of my friends saw it recently, and she was like, "The lighting design is so good." Was one of like the first things she said to me, which makes me think that it must be really good. Um, <laughs> the lighting design was one of the only things that I liked about King Kong, which I thought was overall pretty dreadful. <laughs> and be more chill. The vibe I get from it is that it has some cool lighting effects. Yeah, I, same. Uh, just like I predicted, sounds I would be more chill. This just feels techy, kind of in a SpongeBob type way, almost. Sure. Yeah. 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 All right, but again, the consensus is Hades Sound and Beetlejuice total locks. Definitely. Yep. We're going to yeah. be saying that a lot, I think, for some of these uh, tech categories. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right, then shall we move on? Yeah. Please. All right, costume design in a musical: Hades Town, Beetlejuice, Kiss Me Kate, The Share Show. And Tootsie. Yeah, I have all of that, except instead of Tootsie, I have the prom, but I have them 
kind of as an either or. I feel like the fifth spot's a little bit more open than the first four. I have Prom a is mostly contemporary, right? I'm sorry, what? Sorry, prom is mostly contemporary dress, except for the actual prom outfits. I'm guessing. No, it is all contemporary. Okay, yeah. yeah. So there, there are sometimes mixed on that. I mean, like Mean Girls got in last year, mm-hmm. I believe, but that's you know very fashion minded. Yeah, so we'll see. I yeah, I don't, I don't think the prom will be is flashy enough to stand out in this category. I mean, it, it doesn't even like the oh no, there is that one scene with the um the traveling tour of gospel of Godspell. Yeah. Which made the costumes made me laugh out loud. They are so perfect. So actually, no, I, that could actually get in here, but I will say if the share show doesn't get in, then something is wrong. Oh yeah. I mean, Bob Mackie. Of course that's happening. I I would also really love if head over heels Mm -hmm. got into this category, but I don't think that, um, anyone is going to remember that show <laughs> although much like the oscars this, this is the one category where shows can be like revived out of nowhere from the dead and even win the things like priscilla that otherwise get mostly ignored they can yes. like do well in this category yeah. yeah all right and oh and for tootsie that has the reenactment of the famous red dress that's on the poster for the movie and it's on the poster for this show too so again there's going to be a lot for the costume designers to play around with in that show, I imagine. The, the hard thing with Tootsie for any of these is that we're recording this on Tootsie's opening night, so there's right. no reviews out yet. So it's hard to say, you know, have things changed since um, it was in Chicago? And it, I, I've really struggled putting Tootsie anywhere in my nomination predictions. I agree. You could go anywhere from, like, just a few to a lot, really based on what we find out tonight. Yep. Yeah, yeah. true. All right, moving on. We have Best Scenic Design in a Musical. And my predicted nominees here are Hades Town, Beetlejuice, King Kong, The Prong, and Kiss Me Kate. Okay, I have almost that. I have Beetlejuice, Hades Town, King Kong, Kiss Me Kate, and The Share Show. Yeah, I would agree. Are the sets for King Kong uh, impressive or is it mostly the puppet? No, there are some sets that are pretty cool. Actually, my favorite thing in it is the way that they have this really interesting set for a boat that's used like pretty well. Um, there's some other cool stuff. Like there's a set that they actually climb up this like weird rope thing. I want to. It's not actually right, rope. So it sounds so, flashy. Like, it's pretty yeah. flashy. Um, and because there isn't a place for them to actually give them like best puppet yeah (laughs) i feel like they're gonna get some like goodwill in the scenic design category sure i agree i also think like this is it's not a traditional nominee or winner for this category but watch out for oklahoma that was my sixth because that the every person that i've talked to that have seen it the set has been the thing they talk about yeah, it's, it, that feels like a once nomination, which actually won this category. Yeah. So that wouldn't be out of the realm of uh, possibility. Yeah. All right. So that, that settles it there. Scenic Design. Again, Town and Beetlejuice have come across in all four of these categories so far. Yeah. So yeah. we shall see. Nominations are going to be uh, a week from... We're recording on Tuesday the 23rd. So I think it's a week from today on uh, April 30th. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... So this will be, uh, they'll be revealed a few days after this post, 
I guess we'll find out, you know, who's right there. But again, Hades and Beetlejuice, I'm sure, will be named plenty of times on that Tuesday morning. Oh, yeah. All right. Best book of a musical. Nicole, do you want to take this one? Yeah. So do you want me to give names or just shows? Up to you. Okay. We'll go with just shows since we're trying to save some time and not make this uh, four hours long. Um, I've got four best book of a musical. The Prom, Hades Town, Ain't Too Proud, Beetlejuice and Tootsie. Interesting. Now, is it four or five? Because they change it all the time. I can never remember if this is set per year or if it's uh, Let me quickly check. Overall. I believe it's determined by the number of eligible musicals. That was my thought. Yeah. You know, let's just go with five here, and we'll say which one is our five, because it, it, it's so confusing how they do it. It's kind of like the Oscars where there yeah. are a set number. In most of the categories, you know, it all depends on what the yeah. season is looking like. So let's just mm-hmm. go with five, and we'll say what our weakest one is. I'll say this: I have Hades Town, The Prom, Ain't Too Proud, Tootsie, and my fifth slot is Be More Chill. See, Beetlejuice is actually one that I feel pretty confident on here because it's got a really clever, really funny book, just full of jokes that like all work one after the other. And it also, I think, of a lot of these ones that we have this year is, I want to say, obviously I don't know about Tootsie, but I want to say it's a bit more book-heavy than a lot of the other shows. Yeah, Tootsie seems like it's going to be book-heavy, almost like the producers, where it's based yeah. on mm-hmm. comedy classic, even though the producers had Mel Brooks doing the songs and uh, Thomas Mann doing the book. Uh, you know, Even if Tootsie isn't that big of a home run, I think it's still going to be a formidable contender here. I think I it's just going to. I think it's going to be in this category because, like, the, un, I and granted, I haven't seen Beetlejuice, although I am in a couple weeks. Yay! But um, it they have uh, from everything that I've heard, completely. It's not exactly the same as the movie. It's incredibly different. Yeah, and they've moved it to. The world of theater, which is, of course, you know, it's like begging the Tony voters to vote for it, you know. So I just did a quick check. Uh, this category's never had more than four nominees, from what I could tell. Score is a different story, but I think four okay. is an easy, safe call. Okay, so it's been pretty okay. consistent with four from what yes. you've seen? Okay, well then, all right, let's go back to four then. We're making up that there are own rules as we do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so consensus, uh, Casey, where do you fall into this? Um, I think I definitely think Tootsie gets in. I have the prom at Hades Town, and I actually think I think Be More Chill could get in here, but I could also see it being Beetlejuice. I think it's Beetlejuice because the reviews for Be More Chill were so awful. I'm gonna hate to say because there's so many good people associated with that show, but the reviews just were not good at all. That Ben Brantley review was scathing, oh, even for him. I that was loved bad. it. <laughs> I lived for it. See, that's a show where if it doesn't get lighting design or scenic design, I think it gets a goose egg. It's not going to show up in those above the line, I really don't think. But you have to remember, like, this is, the Tonys are the image that Broadway wants to project to the world. And Be More Chill is resonating with a youth audience in a huge way. Very so, different type of I'm show. Not but do you going remember to count it out years ago when Larry David's show Fish in the Dark was selling out night after night and getting all this press, 
And it was this big deal. Larry David was on Broadway and people were coming to see him in a show. And it was such a big deal. And it didn't get a single nomination. Yeah. There are times where, you know, you would think the Tonys reflect this image of what is really hot on Broadway. And then it doesn't happen. I mean, they gratefully shut out Finding Neverland. Thank God. Right. Finding Neverland. Another great example. Same season. But it's not always what's hot on Broadway. It's what they want to show to the world as this is Broadway. You know, like I can see a resistance to Larry David, you know, in the instance like, no, you're a TV guy. You haven't really paid your dues on the stage yet. You know, like that makes sense to me. Um, And in the case of Be More Chill, you have Joe Iconis, who has been around (laughs) musical theater for years, doing a lot of underground stuff that people really like. So, and again, like this is becoming, it's a popular show, just not with critics. I I don't know what to do with it, but I think it's still a big contender for a lot of these big prizes. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. At least for nominations. Probably not wins, though. And we'll get there, too. I mean, we have, like, it's we have not plenty another of discuss this. <laughs> All right, best book of a musical. Uh, on to the next category, which will be... Oh, best I didn't direction. go. Oh, I'm sorry, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, this will be quick. I got, I got The Prom, Hadestown, Tootsie, Be More Chill. Maybe Beetlejuice, but maybe not. All right. That's all. Did I get everyone now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've got one more member than usual. <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm so used to doing my four and then on to the next one. <laughs> Surprise. Right. Best direction of a musical. Dan, would you like to start us off with this one? Best direction of a musical. I would love to. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So I am, this is my, I guess we're doing five, right? Mm. And yes. down. Okay. So my five here are Daniel Fish for Oklahoma. Rachel Chafkin for Hades Town, Casey Nicola for The Prom, Scott Ellis for Something, <laughs> <laughs> and Alex Timbers for Beetlejuice. And I say Scott Ellis Dan for the something. People may not know, Scott Ellis directed both Tootsie and Kiss Me Kate this season. Um, and I think that he stands a really good chance of getting in for one but probably not both um and and i don't know it it's going to depend on how the reviews for tootsies are but i i know that kiss me the kiss me kate revival has been shockingly to me since i saw it a little bit more divisive um than i would have expected and a lot of that comes down to uh scott else's direction which is interesting i'm gonna jump ahead in if that's okay and just say that i have the same five as dan I did finally side with Kiss Me Kate, but nothing matters to me in this category other than Rachel Chapkin. So. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Justice. I have the same five people, but instead of Kiss Me Kate, I went with Scott Ellis for Tootsie. Okay. Again, we'll see what the reviews are like, but I think Tootsie is going to be pretty hot property. And that's the one I think he's going to get in for. Yeah. So I don't have um I don't have uh, Tootsie or Beetlejuice in there or Be More Chill. I have Ain't Too Proud in there instead. Mm. Um, otherwise, yeah, I got Hades Town, Oklahoma, The Prom, Kiss Me Kate. And Casey? Yeah, I have the same five as everybody but Cody. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, again, we'll talk about who wins this on our next podcast where we predict the winners ahead of the show. But I think we have two people very clearly out in front. Maybe three people, but I think it's really two. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So 
uh, whoever we're talking about with Scott Ellis and Alex Timbers, I think that'll just be a, the nomination as their prize. So there we go. Best direction of a musical. Casey, would you like to uh, talk about our first acting category, best supporting actress in a musical? Are we not doing best score? We are, but we are not doing it yet. Oh, okay. I see what you're doing. All right, cool. Oh, okay. he got you, Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I've got, uh, I feel like the two obvious ones are Ali Stroker from Oklahoma and Amber Gray from Hadestown. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've also got Mary Testa from Oklahoma, Stephanie Stiles from Kiss Me Kate. And I think my only No Guts, No Glory, and I think it's only nomination, but Bonnie Milligan from Head Over Heels. Yes! Yes! I have her at six. (laughs) She has run a very good campaign getting out and about doing a podcast and interviews and all sorts of things. She was one of the only strong notices from that show, Head Over Heels. So I think she does stand a pretty solid chance. I'm going to jump in right here because I have the exact same five as Casey. I do not. (laughs) <laughs> you, you don't yeah. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I I agree that Ali Stroker in Oklahoma and Amber Gray in Hades Town are the sort of most likely to get nominated. Um, for my other ones, I have Stephanie Styles from Kiss Me Kate, Sarah Styles from Tootsie, because everything that I have heard from people who have seen the previews is that she uh, steals the show. Um, and then as my fifth. I'm going back and forth a little bit between um, two people, and it's mostly based on name, since I have seen neither of these shows, and I know that they are very well-liked in the um, Broadway community, but I mean, fifth, I'm going with Carrie Butler in Beetlejuice. Okay, well, she's, uh, you know, very well-known, has these, you know, flashy supporting roles in a lot of Broadway shows, so it could happen. She's gotten nominated for less. It is... <laughs> A rather small role. I mean, it's better than what she was getting to do in uh, Mean Girls. Just in terms of time. I'm, I, that wasn't even shade at Mean Girls. So if you listen to last yeah. year, you'll know my feelings on Mean Girls. Um, but yeah, I definitely have Ali Stroker, Amber Gray, and Stephanie Styles getting in. And then I have Bonnie Milligan for Head Over Heels as its sole nomination. But then my fifth spot is kind of up in the air. Um Stephanie, I don't know how you pronounce her last name for sure, Sue from Be More Chill. Oh, yeah. I think it's a pretty decent contender for it. So that's who I finally went with. But um, She was also in SpongeBob last year and might have some goodwill left from that. Exactly. If Be More Chill gets in anywhere above the line, I think it could be her. Mm-hmm. Can but, I just, like, I know that um, Nicole and I feel the same way about this one person and I really want to like not that I think any like if any Tony voters are listening to this podcast <laughs> um, you know feel very very bad if you did not vote for Isabel McCalla in the prom to get a nomination yes because she is freaking amazing um, she has as the best this best or second best song in that whole show and like oh my god the acting she gets to do she is my <laughs> other main pick for my fifth spot <laughs> she like i i really would like if she was more of a name and i had more belief in the prom as an across the board contender like she would be in no problem but i feel like big names will kind of overshadow her a bit um but yeah, I she's so good in that show. She's so good. 
I sort like, of have a hybrid of all the names that have been thrown been thrown around. So I'll just read them down really fast. Ally Stroker, Amber Gray, Stephanie Stiles, Mary Testa, and Sarah Stiles. So it seems like we're all pretty much set on Ally Stroker and Amber Gray. And Stephanie yeah. Stiles, it sounds like. Everyone has Stephanie Stiles. Yeah, I think those okay, three are I've got her and Sarah yeah. Stiles mixed up. The two Styles girls yeah. steal both their stuff. Whose name is also begin with S's. So yeah. <laughs> it's very confusing. But they're spelled differently. Styles with a Y and Styles with an I. So uh, we'll see. Sarah Styles and Tootsie, I want to see how much they give to the character of Sandy. Because in the movie, Terry Gar is uh, Sandy Lester. She should have won the Oscar of Jessica Lange. It is I agree, Michael. Brilliant, brilliant committee performance. We all know Jessica Lange, who's fine in the movie, won because she was up for lead actress at the Oscars that year for yeah. Frances and Lost Meryl Streep. And she was overdue, kind of. Yeah, that's the way of rewarding. Or she rewarding. was up and coming, rather, sorry. And she's fine in the movie. It's a good part, but just, I think Sandy Lester is such a tremendous character, and if they give her, like, a fun song or just she a lot did. of great lines, that'll be a really easy give song. Her a great song. Okay. That's and it's uh, David Yazbek, and you know mm. he, he does good stuff. So in him we trust, in Tootsie we hopefully trust. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I feel good about that for a nomination. But again, Bonnie Milligan is right on the outside looking in. Uh, Stephanie Hugh from uh, Be More Chill. And for those who saw the prom, what about Angie uh, Schwar? Am I saying that right? I um, don't think yeah. she's getting in out of no. the two people, you know, women who are eligible here. But if they called she her had- name next week, you wouldn't be totally stunned. I to would hear? be shocked, honestly. She's good, be- but it's a yeah. throwaway role. Okay, it's a very throwaway part. She has one fun song, but. Of all of the ones, she sort of makes the least of an impression of everyone in that show. She's the only person who could get nominated in an acting category from that show, and I would be shocked. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and speaking of Tootsie from a minute ago, when we were saying Jessica Lange's character, Julie, uh, she's played by Lily Cooper, who was also in SpongeBob last year, along with Stephanie Hugh. And look, maybe, maybe she gets in, maybe. There are just not enough slots for her, but I think she ought to be considered at least. Agree? Disagree? I, well, I, I don't know. haven't seen this show yet. I can't say. And I haven't well, heard... Just based on the part alone. It, so. no, well, I just saying, like, I haven't heard any... Like, from the people that I have know who have seen the show, they haven't mentioned her. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, but, like, you know, having seen the movie Tootsie and knowing just a simple blueprint of what that character, the character of Julie is. Yeah, agreed. But then again, like from the people I've heard, if I would expect them to have mentioned her if the part was worthy, you know, that's all I'm saying. All right, like, Did I definitely don't cut it out, but I would be kind of surprised. Are there any other names that we want to throw in the mix here? I think we've just about covered it, really. How yeah, are we, I got nobody the, else. Since you've seen it, how is Leslie Kritzer in Beetlejuice? Oh, she is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't shock me, honestly. Yeah. It's a good category this year. All right, then. On we go to Best Supporting Actor in a Musical, Staying Consistent. And Cody, how about you kick us off on this one? Oh, can I not? I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go first. You, don't go, you want me to read them down, and then we'll jump in. I'll say, yeah, you're nice. Sounds okay. great. That's what, we'll, we'll do this one together. We'll have a little pairing. Thanks. This Chicago right. boy you know, hasn't right. seen anything this season yet, unfortunately. All but... right, Cody, you're my yeah man here. <laughs> Christopher Sieber, The Prom. Yay. Patrick Page, Hadestown. Very yay. Corbin Blue, Kiss Me Kate. Yes. 
Andre DeShields, Hades Town. Yes. And Ephraim Sykes, Ain't Too Proud. Uh, no, but he's right there. Okay. Take it from here. Instead, I have Patrick Vale from Oklahoma, but it could be him. It could be George Salazar from Be More Chill if they feel like giving him more nominations than I think it might get. Or, yeah, Ephraim Sykes. There are a lot of people after what I just listed as the five. You know, like you said, Patrick yeah. Vale, uh, Will Brill. One I would really look out for, and again, I don't know how big the role is here, but he is a Tony favorite, Michael McGrath from Tootsie. Yeah, I got him as a contender, too. Same with Rob McClure from Beetlejuice. Yep, I've got Rob getting in, and in a shaky fifth spot, but uh, I've got it a toss-up between him and George Salazar. Mm. Did someone say Michael Potts from The Prom? Nicole, did you mention him? Who? Michael Potts from The Prom. No, I don't have him getting in. I've got Corbin Blue, Chris Sieber, um, and the two men from Town with the last spot going to Rob McClure or George Salazar. I, I definitely think Chris Sieber is going to get in over him, and I don't know that the prom has like <laughs> enough goodwill to get two men into this category. Definitely not. It's, it's Christopher Sieber or nothing for the prom in this category. And, and I don't even know that he gets in much as the Tony voters love him. Casey, who are you thinking? Um, I think I have the same five that I believe you do, Michael. Yeah. Oh, even Ephraim Sykes? Uh, no, geez, no, there was one. Uh, no, I have Rob McClure getting in the fifth Rob spot. Rob McClure. All right. <laughs> I don't know what to do with this category, guys. <laughs> Do you have Corbin Blue? I have, I have. So my my locks right now are Patrick Page and Corbin Blue. Okay, then you're good. <laughs> because Corbin, like, I was honestly shocked by how good Corbin Blue was in Kiss Me Kate. I can't believe that he invented dancing. Like, uh, right? <laughs> Seriously, and that's a I meaty mean, role. It's a classic featured actor kind of role. Mm-hmm. I and he dances the ever loving shit out of that part. Holy crap. <laughs> Oh my god! Like if he doesn't get nominated, I'll I'll be upset. I think he um, came sort of close for Holiday Inn a couple years ago. Absolutely. Yeah, th- yeah, he did kind of. Um, so this will be so almost to make up for that. Yeah, but I have th- so I, the two of them in my locks, and then I have Ephraim Sykes and Jeremy Pope from Ain't Too Proud, um, and. <sighs> From there, it kind of like goes all to shit because there's you know Andre De Shields and Hades Town and George Salazar and B. Marchell, and then you have the the holy trinity of Red Rogers and Tootsie, Christopher Sieber and the Prom and Rob McClure and Beetlejuice, and like I don't know which one of them is going to break through. I think this could be a surprise category because there's so many good performances to choose from. Yeah, Michael McGrath. Watch for Michael McGrath. Nominated for Spamalot, one for Nice Work If You Could Get It. Not huge parts in either, but... Who knows? We will see. Well-liked. And Charles Durning played the character in the movie. And again, that's not a huge part in the movie, but he certainly makes an impression. So I don't know if they give him a song or if they give him the same amount of time, a little bit more time, but if he's being him in a part that is memorable, uh, I would really keep an eye on his performance breaking into this category. We'll see what the reviews have to say. Dun, dun, dun. Anyone else? Anyone else <laughs> that we're missing here? Or is that it? I think that's it. I mean, like, this is a crazy category, but there, we, have a, we have a solid uh, three, maybe four that I think we all agree on. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. actually, I do have uh, 
two more that I want to throw in here from the same show, almost the same character, believe it or not. And that's uh, the two gangsters from Kiss Me Kate, because uh, when I'll... they had the 99 revival, one of them was nominated and they have a uh, brush up. They're both nominated. Year. Not happening this year. Yeah. It's too crowded this year, I think. And that, that revival was a sensation. And and they don't make enough of an impression in that show, honestly. Okay. Well, one of them is John Pankow from Mad About You. So for us, uh, love himself, John Pankow. Love him, love him. But like, yeah, they, the gangsters do not make much of an impression. And well, you know, I'm going to walk out of the theater in a couple weeks humming that song. Well, I mean, of course. Yeah, stuck in everyone's <laughs> head for months after you see that show. But anyhow, uh, here we have it. Uh, pretty solid consensus, give or take. But uh, we'll see what Tony voters say next week. All right. Next up, we have Best Actress in a Musical, Lead Actress in a Musical. And Nicole, do you want to lead us on this one? Okay. So I have the wonderful Stephanie J. Block for The Share Show. Ooh. Beth Level for The Prom. Mm. Kelly O'Hara for Kiss Me Kate, or just mm. for being Kelly O'Hara. Um, <laughs> Eva Noblezada for Hades Town, Be Still My Heart. Um, and then my fifth spot, I'm torn. Part of me says go with Sophia Ann Caruso for Beetlejuice because she is stunning. Um, but then I don't know if the prom could swing a second nomination here, but I want to see Caitlin get that nomination so badly. I, me too. I think Caitlin can get it. I have her at number six, but I don't have Sophia and Caruso in there, Nicole. Who do you have, Michael? I have Rebecca Naomi Jones from Oklahoma. Me too, Michael. And then the Kaylin is my number six also. Same. Hmm. <laughs> well, I agree with you, Nicole. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Although, like, do, we Kaylin all have Kaylin Block. Getting in would make me, like, so, so happy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, so we all have Eva Neblizado, Stephanie J. Block, Beth Level, and Kelly O'Hara, correct? Yep. Yeah. yep. How could you so not just names like that? Okay, so we're just <laughs> deciding between Rebecca Naomi Jones, Sophia Ann Caruso, and Caitlin. Uh, how do you pronounce her last name? Canoonan? Uh, Caitlin from the prom. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin from the prom. <laughs> all right, so those three are all contending for the fifth slot, it sounds like. Samantha Barks and Pretty Woman, I don't think is happening as much as I think Nicole and Dan would love that. Yeah, I also, it's one of those things where I would love to see her get nominated, but I also, it's one of those, I don't know, like, do I want it to be for this role? Well, it's sort of like, we were talking, um, Nicole and I were talking about this earlier, and like, I'm kind of shocked that Pretty Woman is still running, given the reviews it got. Um, and the being box that- office, I guess people go to see it because they I- love the movie. Yeah, it's making money. That, like, I don't know anyone. Like, I know two people personally who have seen it. It's a very like Bronx Tale type audience, I imagine, where it might yeah. just like run quietly for a yeah, while. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but like, I, I don't see it getting a lot of nominations, even though it's been around for forever. Um, I don't think it's that kind of show. Poor Andy Carl. I know. <laughs> God, poor Andy Carl. Uh, Speaking of which, <laughs> that's sad. <laughs> All right, best actor in a musical. Dan, go ahead. All right, here we go. I have Brooks Eschmanskis from The Prom. I'm so glad you had to say that and not me. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Thank you. Santino Fontana from Tootsie. Will Chase and Kiss Me Kate. Damon 
Dono. Dono, I think it Oklahoma. is. I do not know how that's pronounced. Um, and my uh, no guts, no glory pick for the fifth slot is Alex Brightman in Beetlejuice. Why is that's that a no guts, side. no glory? I don't think that's no guts, no glory. He is electric in it. Like, it's one of those things where the production design is so good that you want to look at it, but it's hard to take your eyes off of Alex Brightman. He's a former nominee. Mm-hmm. He was just on Documentary Now in the Sondheim Company episode. Yeah. You know, Everyone he's getting around, sticking around. There was a big interview with him and Playbill uh, on the website just the other day. So, I, yeah. I just want to say like, the reason that I'm like unsure is because I am generally unsure of how they're going to how much they're going to love Beetlejuice and because I don't I don't know what they're going to do with Reeve Carney in Haney's Town. Well I have Reeve Carney over Will Chase. I have um Santino, Will, Brooks, Alex, and Reeve Carney. It's the year of the Carneys. Welcome to the Ferryman. <laughs> so you don't have Damon Nicole. I do not. <laughs> okay. Because okay. Oklahoma has been somewhat divisive, and I feel like people aren't talking about the performances as much, aside from um, Ali Stoker. Yeah, that, that is true. I just like I feel like the the people that they've been putting out there for the to promote the show are Ali Stoker and Damon Dono. He's and definitely my number six. Yeah, I. I he may not, but I feel like people who like Oklahoma are really gonna like it, and they're really gonna push for it. Yeah, so, if they want it to be that show this season, they could easily scatter it around, you know, every acting category probably, which is why I have him in. Um, and I have Santino, Will Brooks, and Alex Brightman for the other four, with Reeve Carney right there. Yeah, it's hard for me because I don't like Reeve Carney. Ooh. <laughs> scandal controversial <laughs> but like i have not really liked him in anything i've seen him in i'm sorry they also could just go crazy for hades town exactly. like i said i mean they could right. get nominations i will say everywhere. by our next episode i will have seen hades town so i can report back on reef carney and give <laughs> solid real thoughts there yay casey do you have will chase for kiss me kate i do so am I the only one that doesn't have him? It's hard to beat it, like to bet against Will Chase. It's yeah, really he well, seems to thing. be the standout of the actors more than Kelly O'Hara. I mean, between the two of them, yeah, what I've heard. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention for a few years, or I don't know what it was. But when they announced <laughs> he was starring with Kelly O'Hara and Kiss Me Kate, I had no idea who he was. Oh, he was nominated for Evan Drew. He's been out of the loop for a while. He has been huge on Broadway for yeah, years. See? Okay, I mean, I <laughs> and huge in TV life. lately. <laughs> yeah, he was on Nashville. Okay, like I was watching that. <laughs> well, you should have. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when I heard his name, I thought, really, Who, who's this like no name over you know, following <laughs> the footsteps of Brian Stokes Mitchell? He's a Tony nominee. My goodness. Tony nominee. <laughs> okay, <laughs> For well, like a I similar type role. What yeah. year was he nominated? He was 2013. Nominated. He okay, was well, I wasn't here. the stuff back then. I'm sorry, so. you're only five years old. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was nominated for Drude, right? Yep. Yeah, and he was fantastic in Drude. Okay, well won. then, hmm, maybe he does get in then if he has a history. Mm. And I he think also... he's like my number three or four. I think he's definitely in. Okay, guess what I said here? Here's what I'm going to do. Since everyone feels so strongly about it, I'm going to put Will Chase in 
Yay. over Damon Dono. Look, we did it. Now that we've done that, he won't get the nomination. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Will Chase, we've cursed you. Uh, uh, I don't know. You know, it's such a good part. It is such a good part in Kiss Me, Kate. He has one of my favorite songs, What Is the Life That Late I Led. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to see that in a little over two weeks. So by the time I see it on our, Friday. He's so good. If you say he's good and it's a good part and he has this nomination that I somehow never knew about, uh, then I guess, okay, it makes sense. Gosh, put- Michael, where were you a few years ago? I don't know where Not I was. A he, he also, <laughs> that he also replaced... Um, uh, what's his name? Who didn't deserve the Tony for something rotten? Christian Borle. Okay. And he was better. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> he was so much better. Hello, much right. better. <laughs> well, that covers all of our acting nominees from the musical side. I'm just going to do another power round through a few more. I don't know if you could call these tech categories, but they're the categories that I could say fall somewhere between above the line and below the line. So I'm going to breeze through these the way we did for like lighting design and sound design for the sake of time. But I want everyone to chime in if there's something they don't agree with in these, I would say, consensus five. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Yes. So let's go with uh, choreography. That's choreography. Mm -hmm. I have Kiss Me Kate, The Prom, Ain't Too Proud, Hadestown, and Oklahoma. Um, I have the same five. I do not. (laughs) I think Tootsie could get in there, but uh, I mean, we'll find out tonight. I think um, the share show yep. is yep. going to get in over either Hades Town or Oklahoma. I have it getting in over Oklahoma. And I also would not count out um, Head Over Heels because it's Spencer Liff. Mm. Like that, that was a very big dance heavy show. And if people are going to remember anything from that, like th- this could make an it could make an a, appearance here maybe but this is one of those categories um unlike the tech ones where if you are not open they rarely throw you a bone unless it's a really weak gear I, I, it's rare but yeah. i'm saying like it was good enough where it could happen it's possible I'd, and also never count out jerry mitchell even if it is for pretty woman <laughs> true <laughs> yeah Casey. they love jerry mitchell what do you think um I have Kiss Me Kate, Ain't Too Proud, The Prom, Oklahoma, and Share Show. So people think the Share Show could get in. Definitely. All right. Good to know. Let's just keep powering through. Best orchestrations. I have, if I could find it on my list, uh, Town, The Prom, Beetlejuice, Kiss Me Kate, Oklahoma. Oh, that's interesting. Wait, repeat that. Did I miss something? Say that Hades again. Town, The Prom, Beetlejuice, Oklahoma, Kiss Me Kate. Oh, okay. All right. I, I for some reason I didn't hear Hades Town, and I was oh, like, no. oh, <laughs> Hades Town was the first. Uh, yeah, that's I getting in. I actually <laughs> have um, be more chill, getting an over Beetlejuice. Oh, which? No, you're probably right. Because it's a bit. It's from what I've heard, the orchestrations are maybe a bit more unique. Mm. Yeah, that it definitely has a a sound to it. If you know what I mean. Exactly. All right. Possibly. Anything else, yeah. or should I move on? No, that sounds good to me. Yeah, I mean, right. obviously, Hades sounds way out front, but Oklahoma is a very strong possibility, too. Original score. I'm going to throw a curveball here, oh. so just be prepared. Okay. okay. So get ready. Uh-oh. <laughs> Town, The Prom, Tootsie, Beetlejuice, King Lear. 
do you think Meanwhile Chill doesn't get in? I don't think it gets in, but I think Philip Glass gets the nomination for King Lear. I don't know about that. It's yeah, so I heard rare. the score was a little bit um, uh, distracting. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was just in tr- in the execution for King Lear, but I I mean, Philip Glass is a name for sure. Right, that, that's it, why I have him in there. I have yeah. Be More Chill getting in over King Lear, but otherwise the same. Yeah, yeah. so do I. I have Be More Chill in for sure. Yeah, yeah. I do have Be More, Be More Chill at number six, so it's not like it would be out of the ordinary if it happened. I do have Be, be More Chill getting in, I think, they're going to want to reward Joe Iconis at least with a nomination. Um, I don't... Everything that I have heard about King Lear is that it's the Glenda Jackson show and she's the pretty much... The acting primarily from her is the only reason to see it. Uh, the reaction to everything else in that show has been like... Rrr. Same. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not thinking, even though he is Philip Glass, that he gets it. Yeah, there has been a very recent trend, though, of nominating plays. Like, even last year, Angels in America got in for yeah, some reason. Yeah, but Harry Potter couldn't get in. I know. I yeah. know, but that's it was mostly pre-existing, There right? haven't been enough original musicals or enough good ones to fill out the category. I mean, but last year, though, like, they only need, they could have done just four nominees like they have every other year, and they felt like yeah. putting Angels in America in there. So if they really want to, they could, but I don't know if they'll really want to. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. Well, while we're on the subject of plays here with King Lear, I think that's a good transition into our play categories. So we'll do what we did just like in musicals. We'll do the tech and, you know, just find the consensus. We'll go with a sound design to play. The Ferryman, Network, Gary, a sequel to Titus Andronicus, To Kill a Mockingbird, and King Lear. This is a category that I feel like I really don't have a good grasp on. I'm confident 100% that Network and the Ferryman get in, which is going to be a running theme. Yeah, Network and the Ferryman are the Beetlejuice and Hades town of the place. Uh, Definitely. They also both did incredibly well last year at the Olivier Awards. You know, I don't think something like, I don't know, the nap or uh, <laughs> the new one will get in for sound design. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. I think that sounds about right, um, unless there are some really incredible sound cues in All My Sons. <laughs> I... <laughs> the only sound in All My Sons was the New York Times predict booing. That was so weird. That was so weird. No, so weird. I guess that True West maybe could get in here. I You saw that, right? I did. And obviously, uh, with that sort of show where a lot of stuff gets moved around shall i say on a set mm-hmm. they could end up giving it something there is some sound designy stuff in it i guess um if they like it overall it could break in here but i really don't see that happening we'll see what happens <laughs> lighting design to play network the ferryman gary to kill a mockingbird king lear i see a running trend here michael yep <laughs> i know <laughs> Justin's yeah. Right Again, this is one where I'm like, yeah, network and the ferryman, and then probably those three. Yeah, I yeah. Um, again, though, these will probably be four nominees. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. So I if there's the fifth, the week fifth, then year. I would say King Lear probably. Yeah. Casey, anything to add there? No, I feel the same as everyone else. <laughs> All right, we're going to start to get more exciting here in a few minutes, but. Got to do these tech categories. Oh, I'm sorry. To... It has been five nominees before. It was last year. Oh, okay. Ignore me. <laughs> All right. Costume design. The five nominees that I'm predicting <laughs> are 
Gary, the ferryman, to kill Mockingbird, King Lear, and all my sons. If it was going to surprise and get in anywhere, I think this is the one place Bernhardt Hamlet could actually get in. I was just because yeah. my favorite costume of this entire season is <laughs> Janet McTeer and that freaking like frilly blouse and those pants and I uh, think yeah. about it on a daily basis. You know, it's all together. That was, yeah, we uh... did. <laughs> Um, but I think that that could actually surprise here in this category and get in maybe over something like King Lear or All My Sons. You know what? I'm going to go with that. I'm going to put Bernhard Hamlet in over All My Sons. Yay! That's what I would do, too. Yeah. <laughs> I would also say don't count out Torch Song, necessarily. Um, oh. That would be the only thing that I think might come up from the outside. But again, closed. So uh, tough to say. Mm-hmm. All right. You convinced me, Nicole. Bernhard Hamlet Yay! is there for at least one nomination this year. <laughs> uh, Scenic design in a play. Gary, the ferryman, To Kill a Mockingbird, Network, and King Lear. Yep. I actually, now that I'm thinking about it, this, if they get it, if they let it in for costume design, it's possible Bernhard Hamlet could get in here because they did have that yeah. beautiful rotating set with all the different, like, you know, the the set of the theater. And, you know, theater people love theater plays. That was a very cool set. Plus, Beowulf Borat has the greatest name working <laughs> in theater. <today. laughs> yes. I stan. Huh. <laughs> But yeah, otherwise, the only other thing that I could really see getting in here is maybe if they end up liking the Waverly Gallery and other categories, they put it in here. Mm-hmm. But the three that I feel very confident on are the Ferryman Network and Gary. I love the Waverly Gallery, but it wasn't like a huge memorable set. Like it wasn't the yeah, huge. No. I mean, it wouldn't be undeserved. It's just nothing totally new. Mm, agreed. A fifth spot pick if it were to get in. <laughs> Uh, Casey, would you like to lead us on best direction of a play? Uh, not particularly, but if I'll go second, <laughs> we would be you be my yay or nay. Yeah, give me one second, pull them up, yeah. Okay, I can okay. yay or nay. All right. Sam Mendes, The Ferryman. Yay. Bartlett yes. Cher, To Kill a Mockingbird. Yay. Evo Van Hove, Network. Yay. Joe Mantello, Hillary and Clinton. No. Okay, we'll get back to that in a second. <laughs> no guts, no glory here. Oliver Butler, what the Constitution means to me. Oh, no. That really is a no guts, no glory pick. I have that too, actually, Michael. Really? Well, Cody, what do you think there? Um, so I have uh, Mockingbird, Network, Ferryman, Constitution, even though, like, who knows, and All My Sons, just based on the amazing, except for one, reviews I got yesterday. I also have Jack O'Brien either. Yeah, I have All My Sons as well. Y'all are being very disrespectful to Rupert Gold right now. Uh, that's my fifth is... <laughs> Jack O'Brien is, like, love or hate for some people. And yeah. he didn't get nominated for Carousel last year, if I remember correctly. Did he? That's he did not act right. So I don't know. I feel like some people think he's sort of past his prime. There was a whole controversy with the direction of All My Sons, where he sort of came in at the last minute. But that could be a reason to reward him, maybe. Right, exactly. Does anyone else think it's possible that Joe Mantello gets in? Not for Hillary and Clinton, but for the boys in the band? I think it is absolutely possible. Because he's my fifth spot. The biggest problem that the boys in the band faces is that it was literally the first thing that opened this season. Right, Like, 
forever ago. Yeah, and again, no the direction categories, they really don't love closures. Yeah, but yeah. that said, I the response that I have been hearing to Hillary and Clinton has been very divisive. So if Joe Mantello is going to get it, I think it would be something for more widely loved like the boys in the band. It almost seems to me like they could see Joe Mantello, Hillary and Clinton and be like, oh, right. He also has the boys in the band and then vote for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I ha- I do not have him getting in in this category, actually, though. I have Mendes for the Freeman, Sheriff for Dickel Mockingbird, um, Van Holba for Network, Rupert Gold for Inc. Mm. And then in my fifth slot, because I'm just that bitch uh moises kaufman for torch song it's possible yeah i'm surprised no one said uh george c wolf for gary gary is even more divisive than um anything else this season the reviews are insane and i have it in for things like costume design scenic design because they they just seem like locks Mm -hmm. but you know he is like sort of like jack o'brien love him or hate him but he does a lot and he's a name and he's a, it's a very directed show from what I can tell. Yeah, it's just like I'm not sure that enough people who are voters are going to like it. If that That's makes why sense. I have him at six. <laughs> yeah, he's my six too. And yeah. I, I I just wasn't feeling Jack O'Brien, so that's why I went with Oliver Butler, even though I know it's not a director's play. It's uh this woman Heidi uh, her last name it's not, I know it's not a truck, is it? I, that sounds almost right. Um, uh, I didn't want to confuse her with the cartoon. Yeah, show. Shrek. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's okay. right. Hardy Shrek. Uh, I know it's her her piece, and she's a star, and she wrote it, and it's her idea, and it's not really anyone walked away going, oh, well, Oliver Butler did an amazing job with that. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, if they want to give it something, and I do have it listed in another place that we'll get to in a few minutes, if they want to really, you know, make it stand out, I think that would be a place to put it. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me either way if it got in or if it didn't. Yeah. There's reasons for both. So, should we move on, or is that pretty much everyone? Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, next up we have Best Supporting Actress in a Play. Uh, Cody, are you prepared here, or do you want to do another? Hell no. You go, and I'll yay or nay. (laughs) (laughs) Supporting Actress in a Play. or I think, I guess they call it Featured Actress in a Play. Featured. Featured. Your movie is showing. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> okay. Featured actor in a play. Oh boy. The first name on my list I'm going to have trouble with. Uh, from To Kill a Mockingbird. Who wants to help me with this? Bulger. No, no, no. Supporting no. actor. <laughs> actor? Oh, sorry. Oh. 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 I'm sorry. We are doing actors. I, I'm, I think you see, said I actress. I know but... already. And yeah, you said actress. I, I did say actress. Oh, yeah. I, I knew what you were going to keep this in so people could see how we go here. How do I say this? <laughs> Kelly? <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Keenan. <laughs> the featured actress in a play. Celia Keenan Bolger to kill a mockingbird. Yes. Anula Flanagan, the ferryman. Yes. Jane Hudichel, King Lear. No. Latanya Richardson Jackson to kill a mockingbird. Yes. And Dan, get ready for this one. Mercedes Rule Torch Song. I have that too. Um, instead of Jane Hudichel, I have Tatiana Maslany for Network. I'm not quite sure how big her role is in the play compared to the movie. 
But I mean, she's a name, the pretty well regarded show. So I could see that happening. Michelle Dockery didn't get in for the Olivier, which makes me think that the part may not be, you know, meaty enough to get in. I actually have Julie White for Gary getting in. Um, she is my number six. Yeah, I have her uh, uh, close to. Is Tatiana yeah. playing the um, Faye Dunaway role? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Wait, wait, I'm sorry, sense. guys. Isn't Julie White in lead? And um, what's her face? Christine Nielsen? Or am I forgetting? Oh, wow. that yeah, you have it backwards. Yeah. Oh. Christine Nielsen was featured and then got bumped up when Adrian Martin was gone, I believe. Okay, yeah, that's what it was. I have a friend who saw Gary uh, this past weekend, and she said that the one thing she feels really confident in is Julie White um, getting in for a nomination. So. It probably will happen, but I do have Jane Hodeshell in there only because I know we said King Lear is the Glenda Jackson show, but Jane Hodeshell got nominated for singing Broadway Baby in Follies <laughs> seven years ago. I, actually, I have her in as well. I'm missing the second To Kill a Mockingbird nomination. Here's my thing about Jane Hodeshell. I would normally would say yes, but I think she faces, I think that everyone who sees King Lear is going to vote for Ruth Wilson because she has the double role mm. instead of Jane Hattyshell. Although there is a scene where Jane Hattyshell does come on stage and go F you Glenda. She's doing she's still in character from uh, Dolls House Part 2. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there you go. Nomination secured. As for the Tanya Richardson Jackson by the time this episode goes up I'll have seen To Kill a Mockingbird. I'm going later this week. I'm very excited about it. And she plays Calpurnia, the uh, housekeeper slash maid in a Finch household. And from what I understand, Aaron Sorkin sort of beefed up that role and allowed her to become more of a character, sort of be a counterpart to Atticus in how he runs the house. So people do have her in the predictions and her being her previous nominee, big show. It's worth considering. Yeah, I have her in. She's my sixth. Yeah, mine too. Uh, Mercedes Rule, we know that the show closed a couple months ago, but she's a former winner, former Oscar winner, too. She's a name, and people really seem to have liked her in that production. Great, yeah, that got great reviews, and I think if it's going to break in anywhere, it'll probably be here. All right, uh, missing anybody, or does that cover it? No, no. Sounds good. That's there it. is one more, actually. I, I just saw her at the bottom of my list. I don't think she will get nominated, but she was excellent in the show. Uh, Nicole and Dan, you could back me up here. Joan Allen in the Waverly yep. Gallery. So I have yes. her in my 10 as a possibility. Oh, yeah. She was really good in that, wasn't she? Mm. I think that show's going to have a pretty good morning, but I don't think she's going to be along for the ride unless they really go head over heels for it. Agreed. It's tough to say since it's been closed for a little while now. Oh. It was open. I would say she'd stood more of a chance. All right. Uh, Nicole, you are very lucky tonight. You know why? Oh, no. <laughs> you have the name in supporting actor. All right. Uh, I'm going to work up to it. So featured actor in a play, I have uh, Brandon Uranowitz in Burn This, Tom Glenn Carney in The Ferryman, Andrew Reynolds in The Voice of the Band, which I know is a, maybe that's out there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Tony Goldwyn in Network, and, oh, God, Gabinja Akin, Akinagbi, I'm very sorry, in To Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs> and I, I have to say it, we all know that the only thing that I want from this category is for somehow, some way, Frothy to get nominated for the fairy. 
all I truly want in my heart. So nice. Our friend from To Kill a Mockingbird is playing Tom Robinson. So just Correct. you know, let that be known. It's yeah. a it's a huge part in the show or in the story. Nicole, I think if anyone gets in from Boys in the Band, I think it's going to be Robin de Jesus, not um, uh, which one did you say? Randall's not. Yeah. yeah, I was kind of stuck between a couple of them, but Randall's I feel like has some goodwill right now, and like he's doing so much right now that I finally went with him. But this category, as you can probably tell, I wasn't exactly sure what to do with. That's totally fair. I'm just thinking, like, since Boys in the Band closed so long ago, I'm like, who has the part that people are really going to remember from it if they're going to vote for it? Mm-hmm. And I think that's Robin DeJesus. At least that's the part that I reacted to. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that, who knows? I have one I have a... in my five oh. that no one has named so far. And we'll see, because I don't think the show has even opened yet, but it's a Tony favorite. They haven't won, but I think they seem primed for a nomination, and that is Bertie Carville from Inc. Yep, I have him in. I have him also instead of Andrew Reynolds, but otherwise I have the same lineup as Nicole. Yay! Yeah, I have the same as Nicole, except for uh, Andrew Reynolds. I have Bertie instead. That would not surprise me. Bertie was my, my number six, so... All right, so Could uh, Gideon Glick get in for To Kill a Mockingbird if they really I go crazy see. for that show? I, I will report back. Yeah, he's a star on the rise. He's very exactly. active on uh, Twitter and all these interviews. He's oh been doing God, so much so press so for this show, going around with uh, Jeff Daniels and Celia King Bulger, really you know, getting out there to... I know they have something at the public schools where they're going to talk to kids in New York about the book and the show and just do a lot of work with them. So he's someone, he's playing uh, Dill, which is, you know, everyone knows Dill, sort of this uh, Capote weirdo. <laughs> but uh, no, everyone loves Dill. So he could get in. I think Benjamin Walker stands a chance because he got some nice notices, except from the New York Times, for all my sons. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Love> you. you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I and also Gideon Glick was like robbed of a Tony a few years back, so... What was that show? Uh, significant, sig- he, yeah, significant Other. Significant Other. He was so fantastic. Oh, yeah. I could definitely see him getting in. Yeah. Nicole, is Jeremy Jordan happening this year? Your good friend, Jeremy Jordan. Much as I love him, and I am going to see him uh, on Monday in Waitress, uh, new, <laughs> new father, Jeremy Jordan. Um, I don't think, because it's closed... He was quite good in the part, but it's also, like, that was very much Kerry Washington's play. Mm-hmm. Um, if they had gotten the Netflix version out a bit sooner uh, and put it back into people's minds, maybe. But um, I, don't, I don't think this is Jeremy's year. All right. So it seems like everyone said it on the same four here. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Correct. Okay. On to the next one, then. Uh, Dan, why don't you lead us with Best Leading Actress in a Play? Okay, so if I know anything, it is that the fight for leading actress in a play will be between Elaine May in the Waverly Gallery and Glenda Jackson in King Lear with Laurie Metcalf from Hillary and Clinton on the outside. I say you swap Glenda Jackson and Laurie Metcalf there. Well, yeah, I, I think those are the three. Yeah, yeah, those are the three. yeah, those are the With, three. And I think that the um, fourth and fifth, um, it, this kind of breaks my heart, but like the two that I really, really want to see in this category, their shows have long since closed, 
Um, that's Janet McTeer in Bernard Hamlet and Kerry Washington in American Son. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that what will be the last two are Laura Donnelly for The Ferryman. Yes. And Heidi Schreck for What the Constitution Means to Me. This category is a Gary-style bloodbath. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I could see Janet McTeer surprising. I honestly could. Um, I Same with Cherry Jones for the lifespan of a fact. Like, mm-hmm. they just love them. <laughs> is nobody predicting Annette Benning? I have, I have, have her. I have as my fifth. Okay, yeah. I, she I got was pretty say, spectacular reviews from what I read yesterday, at least. And... Um, or at least very good reviews at the very least. And she hasn't been on Broadway since before I was born. So I really think they could throw her a bone here. I have the top three, Elaine, Laurie, and Glenda, then Annette Benning and Laura Donnelly. Same. Yep. I got Heidi Shrek in, but otherwise, yes. Heidi Honestly, Shrek I, is an you interesting have one. What the Constitution needs to me in for directing, but not Heidi Shrek for leading actress. Well, here's the thing, and I'm going to spoil something toward the end. I have What the Constitution Means to Me getting in for best play. And I think that is in lieu of her getting in for Best Actress. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Right, because it's not a typical performance. You know, it's more of a lecture. So it'd be a really interesting nominee. And it is hard because the category is so stacked this year. But I think this is the kind of play that they could really throw in every possible category. It got, you know, it, it seems pretty beloved. So I would, it'd be a, such a cool nomination. Yeah. I don't think Harry Russell is going to get in for Burn This. Which makes me so sad because I love her so much. I've heard she's very much overshadowed. The reviews were actually sort of mixed for that play. I think there was like a bigger internet bubble for that. And then once the critics saw it, it was sort of like, eh, it's okay. Um, I've heard great things about Adam Driver. Yeah, we'll get to his category, but uh, I don't even know about him. I think Brendan Uranowitz is the one who they look at as, oh, the former nominee, he's a Broadway guy, we like him, we could have him represent this show. The thing is, is that like the juicy part in burn this is Adam driver's part. And the reviews for him were pretty good across the board. And some were like super good. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about Christine Nielsen from Gary? No, <sighs> I think that she's actually my sixth because I think that people will be, you know, that was a big story, how she had to step into, replace andrea martin and i i think you know she got good reviews and i think that it could happen again like i'm just not sure that it's going to because that play is very yeah difficult for audiences the funny thing is i think andrea martin would have gotten the nomination had she been able to stay oh most likely yeah. because she's definitely yeah right and it, uh, she hurt herself in rehearsal that's why she's no longer there yeah. But uh, Christian I, Nielsen I was say, like, so, so good a couple years ago in Vanya, Sonia, Masha, and Spike. And won, right? No, she did not. She didn't? Nope. Could have sworn she won that year. She should have. <laughs> That's right, Judith Light won. Oh, right, Judith Light won. Uh, For the show yeah, I wanted to see. Right. No, I forget yeah. what it was called. <laughs> anyway, we are going back a few years there. Uh, okay, so... We agreed the top three and then room four. Uh, that was the year Cicely Tyson won for Trip, Trip to Bountiful. Mm. Oh, yes. But Judith Lay was supporting. God, she was. Oh, and I thought Christine Nielsen was supporting. So. No, she was lead. Wow. No, I thought she was supporting. Yep, I'm looking at the list right now. She was lead. Yep. She oh, was the, she was the lead of the show, too. Yeah. <laughs> My memory is going. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's uh, 
lead actress on to lead actor. Uh, Casey, do you want to read them or do you want to do a yay or nay? Um, I can read these. I feel kind of confident in this. As confident as I can be. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have Jeff Daniels to kill a mockingbird. Patty Constantine from The Ferryman. Um, Brian Cranston Network. John Lithgow, Hillary Clinton, and Nathan Lane Gary. I have the same five. Hmm. I do not. I do not either. <laughs> I have Adam Driver getting in for Burn This, and then I'm kind of split between Nathan Lane and Jeff Daniels, probably leaning towards Nathan Lane. I also think it's possible Ethan Hawke surprises here. I like am not planning on it, but... His problem is that he is Paul Dano in the same category, and they're probably going to split. I know, because Ethan Hawke had the much showier role, and I say that like as a huge Paul Dano fan, but Ethan Hawke, what he did in True West was really something else. So I think, if, I think anyone who saw it would give it to him. But there's so many big names in this category. Brian Cranston won the Olivier last year for Network. Um... I do think Patty Considine gets in because I think there's enough love for the ferryman overall and he is so good in it. Um, and John Lithgow also feels pretty safe to me. He's playing Bill Clinton. He's going to get in. I, that does not feel... That's the one that I don't have. Okay, who do you have? I, I have Cranston, Daniels, uh, Considine, Driver, and Nathan Lane. Okay. In the battle of the names between John Lithgow and Nathan Lane, the Tonys love Nathan Lane. They will nominate him for anything which is why it's a shock that i don't have him in interesting i have him at number six okay and i'll tell you who my five are yeah it's i have jeff daniels brian cranston john lithgow patty considine and tracy letts oh i tracy letts is my six me too yeah same yeah when he won for virginia wolf over tom hanks a couple years ago that was the sign, oh, they love this guy, they're just going to reward him. That, to get the that to do it. is, like, no joke, that is one of my, like, top three performances I have ever seen in anything. He was so phenomenal. Uh, I'm sure it was stellar, and it was just, like, another oh sign God. of they love him, they'll reward him whenever yeah. they can, and he's there, why not give it to him? And he's as popular as he's ever been right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Nathan Lane, I know, is Mr. Tony Award, and I would love to see him continue to, you know, get nomination after nomination. He's amazing. But I think Gary being the type of show that it is, I don't know. He's six for me. I see. I think he's the one that has the best chance of breaking through for that show. I, I could see Tracy Letts missing for Nathan Lane, but I don't know. I'm, I'm just going with him. And it's like, I'm, I'm kind of like, and part of this is like I'm just like they just don't like John Lithgow very much because they didn't nominate him for his fantastic one man show last year, and like if they don't nominate him for a one man show that was amazing, got fantastic reviews, and like uh, I'll be it you know closed a little early before the nominations, but like if you can't get in for a one man show, I don't I. I have a hard time seeing him getting in for this, but that could be just, like, my weird bias, my weird thing. I don't know. Watch it be Johnny Lee Miller for Ink. <laughs> that would make me really happy. Uh, Lucas Hedges was the lead of the Waverly Gallery, and he was good. 
but it, there wasn't enough there, I think, to break into this lineup. And it's closed. Yeah. yeah. The problem is, like, Elaine May is so great in that, and if there's one thing about that play that doesn't really work, it's that character's narration, so... Oh, if he gets in, you could have had a little Ladybird reunion with him and Tracy Letts. <laughs> no. <laughs> Who am I missing? Anybody? Daniel Radcliffe? Like, Rubiglia? Um, I, <laughs> I... I... The thing that I keep coming back to is, in a lot of the play categories, is Choir Boy... Which I was, was just, just going to say Jeremy Pope. Yeah. Because it was fantastic and got great reviews. And it's just like it's closed. But Jeremy Pope was really good. And I'd really like to see Michael Yuri get nominated for Torch Song. But I don't think it's going to happen. If that were running now, he would probably get it. Yeah. Yeah. And he's well liked. He got terrific reviews. But I think the timeline of that show hurts him. Yeah. And it's a crowded field. Yeah, so, all right, moving on. We have our last four categories, the big ones here. And, uh, you know, I'm going to start with here, Musical Revival, because we already know what the two nominees are going to be. (laughs) Well, so so this is the thing. They could decide to just have a Best Revival category and lump the musicals in with the plays. I think they would have announced that already. They like yeah. to, you know, yeah. make I'm going to their determination. Still splitting them, probably. And but yeah, unless they've they done just two before. Get... It was the last time Oklahoma was nominated. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. So it's going to be Kiss Me Kate in Oklahoma. That's that. What? <laughs> unless they have break news tomorrow. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? <laughs> <laughs> unless they announce like in ten minutes that company is transferring and opening <laughs> tomorrow night. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, actually, it, it wouldn't even matter because there will be three nominees like last year. So it would just be an addition to these two. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm excited to announce here on the podcast my one-man version of Starlet Express is opening yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> We're kicking King Kong out. It's going to the Broadway. I'm directing it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There we have it. Uh, Kiss Me Kate, Oklahoma. We'll talk about winners next time. But uh, they're the two because they're the only two. <laughs> uh, next up... Uh, Revival of a play. And how about we give this one to Nicole? Oh, okay. Um, ah. That's the revival of a play. This is the one that I have no idea what I'm doing with. Um, I have all my sons. Ah. Burn this. King Lear. The Waverly Gallery? And I went ahead and stuck in the boys in the band. Is it four or five? Because this one changes often. Yeah, I think this is one that's changeable, if I'm correct. Yeah, based on how many there are usually. Yeah, I feel like... I didn't realize until I started doing this, but I feel like there are more new plays that have done quite well this year than revivals. Yes. So feel free to tear apart what I just said. And the revivals are weird because there are things like Waverly Gallery and Burn This that have never really been on Broadway. And there are mostly things that have already closed. The only one that's currently running are All My Sons and King Lear. And Burn This. This. Well, yeah, right, and Burn This. And none of which have gotten the sort of reviews that lead you to say, oh my god, it's definitely in. Yeah, Yeah. it's definitely going to be when it comes to predicting the winner, I'm really going to have a tough tough time with this, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. They're just going to give it to Angels in America again. (laughs) (laughs) I, I would be okay with that. Um, I have the same. I have the same first four, Nicole. 
Bowl instead of Boys in the Band, I have True West, but it is a toss up for me between the three closed ones of True West, Torch Song, and Boys in the Band. Same. That's what I came down to. Yeah. yeah. I have Waverly Gallery, All My Sons, Burn This, Torch Song, and then King Lear is my fifth. Mm-hmm. I think that if King Lear gets in, it's only because of Glenda Jackson, because the other reviews for that have, there are the reviews for everything else, and that have not been that good. If we have five, I say Waverly Gallery, Burn This, All My Sons, Drew West, and King Lear is number five. Yeah. Yeah. Casey? <laughs> I, I feel like just based off of other nominations that I have, I guess of the closed shows not counting Waverly Gallery, I would probably say torch song but again i think you could kind of just throw a dart and just whatever sticks works (laughs) okay well we'll see but i think uh of all them burn this waverly gallery are pretty secure yeah all right the big two best play and best musical let's do uh all we're on the plays we'll just close that out how does that sound sure all right and how about we have uh, Casey, you want to do this? Yeah, were we doing best best play? Is that what you best said? Best play, best play. Oh, okay, um, I have The Ferryman, To Kill a Mockingbird, Hillary and Clinton, Network, and Inc. Ooh, I have almost that. <laughs> I have Ferryman, To Kill a Mockingbird, Network, Inc., and What the Constitution Means to Me. Ooh, very close. I have a hybrid of those two. <laughs> I have. The Ferryman, To Kill a Mockingbird, Hillary and Clinton, Network, and What the Constitution Means to Me. I have the same five, Michael. Thank you for bridging the gap. (laughs) I have The Ferryman, To Kill a Mockingbird, and Network, duh. What the Constitution Means to Me, and I have Choir Boys surprising here. Because everyone I know who's seen it and all of the reviews have essentially said, John Lithgow and Laurie Metcalf are awesome in a really subpar play. Yeah, the the reactions that I have gotten from friends to Hillary and Clinton has been like, no, a lot of people have just not liked it for various reasons. We will know for ourselves soon. Boy Metcalf is great. Not only will we know for ourselves, Nicole, Dan, and I are seeing it together. Yes. So we will report back. (laughs) We will. Um, But I I do think that there's, there's a pretty certain lock for the ferryman to kill a mockingbird and network. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With what the constant constitution means to me, maybe sitting in the fourth spot. Yeah. I actually have it yeah. number two. I think it's pretty safe. Um, that seems to be the least divisive from what I'm getting from the buzz uh, of all yeah. the possible nominees. But I mean, some people might just not think of it as a play. Maybe. I don't know. I have it. Yeah. I, if I'm ranking them, I have the ferryman at number one, what the constitution means to me at number two. Um, to Kill a Mockingbird at three, then Network, and Ink at five, mm. with Choir Boy at six. Any chance for Gary to get in, weirdly? I don't think so. It's possible. Yeah, that, it's like know, right the there, but... love it will yeah. probably really love it, but I don't... I don't know. Choir Boy wouldn't surprise me. They like to throw a bone to closed shows. They got a lot of praise, and if it was still open, I think pretty soon... Oh, yeah. Mm. If it was still open, it'd be a shoe in Yeah. All right. And final category. Big one. Best picture. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dan, do you want to read these? Sure. I will be happy to do this. For my nominees for Best Musical, I have 
Ain't Too Proud, Beetlejuice, Hades Town, The Prom, and Tootsie. Assuming that it's five. Okay. I have The Prom, Hades Town, Tootsie, Beetlejuice, and getting the band back together. No, I'm just kidding. Oh I think five is Dan. <laughs> Ending have, the Skype call. <laughs> I have Be More Chill getting in over Ain't Too Proud, but it's a tentative fifth spot. Yeah, same. Ain't Too Proud is actually doing very well from what I understand. And uh, star of one of the plays, uh, Hillary and Clinton, or not star, a feature of one of the plays, <laughs> yeah. Clinton, went to go see Ain't Too Proud and was like raving about it for two days on Twitter. I've heard good things. But you also can't admit that Be More Chill is also doing very well right now and has some names attached to it that people really I don't, love. It's just the reviews for Be More Chill that I've heard from people above the age of 16 have just been not good. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but also, I think it's going to get either like three or four nominations or like maybe just sound. I, I think if it gets in score like I'm predicting, it also gets in musical. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I think we all agree there's a solid six for four or five slots, right? Hades Sound, Prom, Ain't Too Proud, Tootsie, Beetlejuice, Be More Chill? Yeah. yeah. As much as I would maybe love the to share see the show, share show maybe, as a contender, I don't probably think it not. is. I would be confident betting money on Hades Town and the Prom. Oh, easily. Yeah. Um, maybe one two even Tootsie and Beetlejuice. It would depend on Tootsie reviews tonight. Yeah, I have A2 Proud as my number three, actually, just because I think it's a pretty safe, across-the-board, well-liked yeah. show, whereas the other ones are, like, people could love them or hate them. We're not really sure yet. Beetle just feels like that nomination that gets in every year of a show that, like, most people like. No one thinks it's the future of musical theater has enough tech and acting and whatever going for yeah, it. Yeah, I kind of see Beetlejuice as Mean Girls from last year, where it gets... In almost everywhere it could. But no one but thinks it could Oxford win. home with nothing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That sounds about right. I do think it could actually win in some of the tech categories. Yeah. That's possible, yeah. But yeah, I, I think it's taken that role. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing really to disagree with with these top-tier contenders for Best Musical. I think it's just cookie-cutter when you have five slots and only five, maybe six shows that could really contend here. You're not going to have Cher show getting in for Best Musical. You're not going to have King Kong head over <laughs> heels. Is, you know, these are not Best Musical contenders. If King Kong gets in, I quit the podcast. <laughs> if what does? King Kong. Oh, God. <laughs> no. God, no. If Cher show gets in, I throw a party. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like what we can see across the board is that we feel very confident about Town. The Prom, The Ferryman, and Network kind of, you know, getting a lot of nominations across all the categories. Is that true? I Yeah, I agree. Those feel like the ones that could do well, not just in the, like, tech and production, but also in the acting races. Yep. Really rack up mm-hmm. those nominations. All right. Well, that's 26 categories right there. So I think we did a pretty good job of covering them all. And then the nominations will be announced this coming Tuesday, April 30th. So keep an eye out for them. Anything else before we go? Uh, I will have a blog post going up on the day of the nominations with some kind of thoughts on them, uh, kind of talking about what has gotten the most nominations and uh, some ties, you know, who has ties to the film world, like Sam Mendes. Cool. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Okay. 
Well, thank you listeners for joining us on this very special Tony Awards podcast. Stay tuned for coming episodes in which we predict winners and react to the Tony's telecast itself. But in the meantime, Nicole, where can our listeners find you on Twitter? I am at Nicole Ackman 16. Dan? I am at Dancing Dan on film on Twitter. Cody? I'm all over the internet at CodyMonster91. And Casey? You can find me at Casey Lee Clark everywhere. Once again, I'm Michael Schwartz. You can find me on Twitter at mschwartz95. And while you're at it, don't forget to subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Google Play, Stitcher, Player FM, CastBox, and Acast. Be sure to check out everything going on at Next Best Picture. And thank you for supporting our Patreon site for those of you that do. Without your support, we would not be able to bring you these episodes. Thank you for listening, everyone. Enjoy the Tony nominations next week, and we will see you all next time. <laughs>